Or, so this is definitely giving me the opportunity for one of these, right? Which I think we all agree at this point is probably doubly overdue. Which is odd, considering it's been, what, since 9.28 this morning that we've been trying to figure this thing out. It is now uh, 10.02. So, I would say this is one of the worst starts to a 200th episode that's ever, ever reared its head in the stratum of reality that this 3D universe is presenting. In fact, well, hang on, this will help. I'll be right back. All right. We've muddled our way to voice recording number 14. Yay! So that means we've got 11, 12, 13, and 14 all in this run. And 11 will be the end of it. Because 11 is the one where, like Linus handling a blanket, I was handling my phone. And it is so terrible that I recommend you don't listen to it. I will try to hit all the highlights here so you'll miss nothing. And frankly, that took four and a half minutes to burp out. So you'll probably save two minutes of your life if you just forego the entire last four and a half minutes of this recording. And the important part is I have come up with an idea that I think, frankly, pays the perfect tribute to my 200th installment of It's All My Fault. And yet I have a feeling I'm going to fail at it. Because I don't know if I actually have 200 of them to declare. Oh, God. Seriously, with the peanut butter? Hold on. Are you done or what? What are you doing over there? You're just trying to get my attention? Burp. Well, hello, Phoebes. All right. We'll move on and hope that that's just a temporary uh, infraction on her part. Wait, is this thing... Uh, see, I think when... Uh, Still have questions about my recording process in the 200th installment of a recording series? Are you kidding me? Man, do I learn slowly. All right, Phoebe, if you're going to make that much of a racket. All right, I'll pause. I am trying to take the listener's experience into account. For today's example of definitions, we offer tenacity. All right, having arrived at a happy medium. Well... Let's just say that my thought of a 200th episode, especially considering that exactly one week ago, almost in real time, it was one week ago, minus four hours, that I reconnected with Lily Matt Eaton, and I thought, well, of all the appropriate 200th episodes, an interview of myself, from Lily's point of view, felt appropriate. However... Having spent the five of the last seven days fighting with Miss Lily May Eaton, I can say that that wasn't going to happen. And so, this idea, 200 headlines that have read tomorrow, I wouldn't be all that surprised. Well, this idea feels on target for the lucidity cloak that is reality in this 8675309 Earth here on the, what is it, 22nd? Phoebe, it's Tuesday the 22nd of November. It is now 10.09, right? Better make sure of that. Yep, all that's right. 
And um, I have no idea where we are on the recording because this is the fourth installment of the first three, like Star Wars, that I'm going to do. Then I'm going to show you the first one last. So what's in between? Who gives a shit? But number 200 on the list, the one I started with in the muddled four and a half minutes that will end all of this, that one was Aliens Walk Among Us. And frankly, would any of us be that surprised if tomorrow there was a headline that said Aliens Walk Among Us? In every way, we've been conditioned to think that this is possible. And if it were to happen tomorrow, the brouhaha on CNN would be tepid at best. It would be one of those, well, if you didn't know this was coming, who are you? Headlines. And frankly, in some way, I feel like it is an inevitable discovery that aliens walk among us. All right. Number 199. If anybody's listened to any of these, you know in 199 that I think Sandy Hook was a coordinated event of some kind. Did people die? Maybe. Did people not die? Probably. It's a lot more likely there was no death than death. But I don't really give a shit either way. I just know that what we got was bullshit. This is as red flagged an event as there is out there when it comes to just trying to verify the simple day's events. And this one's so full of holes that it's as if they wanted to give us something to think this one. Ah, there's money. All right. Voice 15. Uh, What can you do, right? Sometimes life gets in the way and a day planned to be interrupted by one's mother on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving so that you can spend a lot less time hanging out with her on Thanksgiving is a well-coordinated plan indeed. So having enacted said plan, let's uh, cut off all those Sandy Hook conspiracy theorists right now. And hello, NSA, CIA, and any other interested 5i parties or anyone else procuring the data of me for reasons I can only imagine are to sell me more, what, RVs? If, if you want to look into events that are fallacious, um, well, Sandy Hook was the first event that came across my desk with a story that was so wrong that as I watched it unfold in real time, I thought, well, good, at least that error has been corrected. This wasn't at a time in my life when I thought what had happened there was uh, some sort of some sort of operation, which is what I think it is now. Some uh, either very sophisticated PSYOP or some very bungled uh, ground op. Either way, who cares? But its value in reflection is that you see the machination in progress as the story becomes the historical narrative. How they clean it up, how they dissect those who are adamant about forwarding a truth into something less than what they are. It was a chilling event across all spectrum. And it was most chilling for the reaction to it. But uh, no matter how you look at that day, we don't know the truth. So... If I woke up and saw 
Sandy Hook was a coordinated event. Well, I would not be surprised. I'd be surprised the headline was there. Let's be honest. Come on. Of course I'd be surprised. See, I would let that through. No way. But, Monday, the Mandela Effect is a proven phenomenon. Well, since I'm experiencing it in pretty much every cosmic-coordinated way that you can, uh, obviously my word's not good enough to prove it's a phenomenon, right? Nor is the thousands of other people who are going through its word that it's happening uh, proof that it's a phenomenon. But sooner or later, I think sooner or later, we can prove this is a phenomenon. Have we proven it's a phenomenon? Maybe. But it seems like nobody wants to admit it, so maybe you got to admit it. Does it have to be part of the truth? Zeitgeist before it becomes a phenomenon? I mean, some of emergence is such a chilling and tough path to, to know, right? Like, did we debut the Mandela Effect at the wrong time? Because it hit me like a side full of ham. All of a sudden, shit was just wrong that I knew was right. But we'll get to more of that in a minute. Or will we? I mean, yeah, we will, but maybe not in a minute. <clears throat> All right, so 198... I would not be surprised to see a headline saying that somehow there's been a proven phenomenon that the Mandela effect is real. Because it is. So, that wouldn't shock me in the least. 197. Um, we humans, and I put only humans on this category. Not sure anybody else listening could be different. But for humans, we're taught to hate. I don't believe any of us arrive with hate in our heart. Um, I do think that we are faced with personal adversity in direct relationships with each other that's somewhat established as um, coordinated for the time. Adversaries could be definitely real. So can guardian angels. I mean, I believe that we fulfill numerous roles for each other over time. In a really... <laughs> in a really coordinated and kind way. Um, I also think I've got my soda way too close to the microphone, so I probably carbonated the opening of all of this since uh, I got back from the conspiracy theory. But Sandy Hook aside, Mandela Effect is real. We're not taught to hate. And uh, yet I don't know if you can come to planet Earth without learning something about hate. Maybe that's part of the part of the reason to manifest here is to have to experience hate in a real, in a palpable way. That your soul does interact with the actual emotion of being hated or hating something. That is an intense emotion. One that doesn't get managed very well, obviously. So, it's in my opinion that though it may be an inevitability of the circumstance that is 867539 on Earth, that you come here and experience hate, <laughs> sucks, but it is soul-fulfilling to get over it, to come to love in spite of all the hate. So I think we're taught to hate. 196. <laughs> this is a little... Uh, uh, is this hyperbole? Uh, the media tells no truths that aren't in its own interest. How's that? I initially had that as a shorter sentence, but we'll leave it at that aren't in their own interest. 
Um, I guess as a kid, I thought narrative one, right? I thought that, well, if you rock it to the moon, you lead the news. It just seemed like that which was spellbindingly, mankind-changingly available to be seen should be top of the docket on any given day. I was wrong. Okay, for 195, I have money is an illusion. Well, it is. And yet, ah, oh, money. <sighs> when does the bow break, right? When you, when you became a fiat currency, you just literally put the levers of machination for our economy, our, frankly, at this point, worldwide economic system in the hands of dingbats. But, whatever. When that one goes, that won't be the, that'll be small enough of a problem, it won't matter. But still, if you're living for fulfillment through dollars and cents, you're doing it wrong. That much, I think, everybody knows. All right, monogamy is unnatural. <clears throat> that would not surprise me as a headline. I don't think it is natural, but that's me. Uh, 193, dogs understand us. The question is, is it some level of mag magnetic resonance that we're not attuned to that they are? Is it electric? How do they, how does their behavior perfectly mimic what we're about to do? Even when our plans spontaneously change, they know the change before we do. How do dogs have that intuition? That would be a... That would be a university study I would put money toward. Why do dogs understand us at that level? Um, is it because we emanate emotional energy uh, and it is uniquely vibrational in its presentation depending on your confidence in the emotional realm? I've spent life as an emotional man and it's, it's not burdensome because it's truly a gift. To be overrun by emotion has finally convinced me that our ability to generate emotional energy is unique. If you think about it, <clears throat> you actually have the capability of deciding what sort of emotion you will throw into the universe at any given time. And it moves from, hang on, I'm going to hit some pause here. I need a little go-go juice. Hang on. Wow. I am so clumsy. Okay, right back. Hang on. Having a few interruptions that I'm trying to manage before we get back to the full recording about, uh, what was I talking about? Was it emotions? I think it was emotional energies. Of course it was. Well, I'll, uh, I'll take the chance that we're, uh, we're past interruptions and we'll start this again. Uh, if the next interruption causes us to get too distracted, well, do forgive me ahead of time for such uh, um, uh, unnecessary yet inevitable outcomes. All right. Um, okay, so emotional energy. This one's huge, so I'm going to spend a little more time on it. If creating something from nothing truly exists, well... What if that 
only applies to the one and true gift we have to create, which is our emotions. Yes, we can manipulate matter. Yes, we can discern um, Newton's laws of motion, etc. There is a structured truth to the universe to which we can connect. And I think that matters. I'm not dismissing that out of hand. But that's not creation. That's measuring. That's, that's coming to understand that which rules our individual experience, cause and effect. And I don't want to get into duality yet, though I do believe there is a segment of Earth that was created to test duality. And as creatures of Earth, we are forced to this or that, us or them, in or out. In way too many uh, coordinated and, I think, um, against our better interests, uh, narratives. Which is not our fault. Nothing about the human experience causes blame. And I think that if you can step outside that, and start to generate the idea that everything is worth forgiving, that there is nothing but positive emotion that should be transferred, well, we change the entire human experience. And so that argument alone is cause and effect reality gripping enough for me personally to think, why am I ever transferring anything but positive emotion? I have the capability. I am truly super heroic in my ability to do nothing but transfer positive emotion. It's within my capability to take full control there. And if I'm not capable of that now, why not? So, <clears throat> that money and an illusion stuff is harder to argue then we emanate emotional energy with unique vibrational pattern and signature. We do. So when that gets turned into a headline, I'll go, <laughs> duh. 191, there's much, uh, oh, there's much meat on the Pizzagate bone. Okay, you want to walk down Conspiracy Road. This is the last time I'm going to visit it for a while. But if that's not a PSYOP, which it likely is, it's one shitty circumstance to have to investigate. So let's just leave it at that, except what's a shitty circumstance that has to be investigated? That which threatens the current levers of power? Surely, yeah, that one sucks. I don't want to investigate that. Because, for one... They'll cling to that power. Does no one read Shakespeare? You don't get power and then just give it up because somebody caught you? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, handcuff me, motherfucker. Uh-uh. Nope. Uh-uh. They use that power. Oh, there goes some power. Hang on. All right. Obviously, every investigation to someone is uncomfortable. Whoever did it doesn't want the investigation to proceed. Right, Kitty? 
Kitty always did it. That's what she wants. No investigation whatsoever. Like the CIA. But even if you are the FBI who has been, what, reduced to covering up crime? I don't know what. It gets depressing to not see the valor of justice being upheld. <laughs> right, Phoebe? Phoebe <laughs> jokes on it, literally. And you, you think there are the better of us out there pursuing the better of what needs to be done by the men who are the better among all of us for the betterment of society. The heroic among us. Who are they? What, the marketers? Who sell us a message we can all digest with some level of distaste instead of a complete retching of our soul that it really is creating? Maybe. Maybe you marketers are the fucking heroes. Having been a digital marketer, I'm going to give that a big old probably not. But whatever. Oh, and that's a point on the Sandy Hook thing. What was the true story that couldn't be wrong? It's the cash dates. It's just absurd. The event was clearly known previously. Why? Who knows? Who cares? It just happened. It's been a decade, for God's sake. Move on. And that's what I mean. Everything is forgivable. Humans do what they do. Now, if you're not a human, and you did some shit, well, everyone's got a mother. Everyone's somebody's baby, I think. Does that work? I don't know. Aliens and all them are doing shit weirdly, but for humans, it matters. I forgive you all. Even if you're on that Pizzagate bone with some meat. All right, 190. Having a truth meter is becoming who I am. Uh, it's funny. Some of the things on this list, I'm not going to say which ones, have kind of forced their way into my presence. How? Well, when you start to go places in your rabbit holing of various knowledge gaps in your universe, and your presence therein starts vibrating accordingly in some pay attention to this, pay attention to this, pay attention to this way. Well, I think in some ways I'm here to help unwind some knots for everybody else that maybe have them thinking, WTF, with a burp. Because that's how much emphasis I want to give this particular moment of dissociation. It's got my literal innards going, oh, as if they want to jump out. So, WTF with a burp. WTF with a burp. Well, um, <clears throat> the universe has a great sense of humor to turn this once compulsive liar into some beacon of truth. I'll give it that. But I don't say anything here in some cockeyed way of stirring the pot. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm saying things that, God damn it. Things are regularly scrubbed from the internet. Obviously, right? Duh. Um, duh. I grew up in a universe in which that wasn't going to happen. So duh isn't good enough here. Duh is the recognition of the fact that things are regularly scrubbed from the internet. For what reason? The betterment, the greater good, that which will protect us from ourselves. Knowledge so dangerous it must be 
annexed into a pit of despair where no one will see it. Or something like that, I guess. I don't know what censorship calls as its final ace up its sleeve as it cheats the game. But whatever. I certainly didn't think I was going to grow up in a in an environment in which things were regularly scrubbed from the town square conversation. I thought all ideas were welcome because the sheer sense of an idea's value against the mob declared its value overall in time and space. For no idea that's ridiculous gains more traction than a minute. But you start massaging the conversation, start telling people what's true this are. Well, what? We're stuck where things are regularly scrubbed from the internet. Okay, whatever. I wouldn't be surprised to see that headline. That's all I'm saying. Just like 188, if social media coordinated by the Illuminati was not uh, on TikTok, etc., all at once, well, why would it be? The very presence of social media is a complete new paradigm from within which I did not emerge. It's funny what has separated this level of technology now that there's an entire generation who is emerging, having grown up on it. There were the never-had-its, and now first experiencing it. There were the young enough to remember a world without it, but too young to really have participated enough not to embrace it. And then there's the always-had-its, and they're here to stay. And every day that exists, they grow. And I'm not some Luddite. I don't give a shit. I've never been on Facebook. Well, I mean, other than once professionally. I've never been on Instagram. I've never been on TikTok. I've never been on any of it. Twitter included, which probably is an oversight. But overall, I'm one of the few who still says... I remember a world without it. And I don't give a shit how valuable that is to anybody other than my generation who can say the same shit. But to those of us who remember what privacy is, to those of us who recall what a world without social media instantaneous interaction of all coordinated events meant, um, well... If the Illuminati was running social media, let me tell you, I wouldn't be that surprised. So, there you go. There's your conspiracy note of the night. I'm leaving them alone after that, and whatever else. Let's go to um, 187, Uh, and I mentioned them earlier, so I feel bad about this, but I really was a big fan of the FBI as a kid. Like, that was my thing. If I was going to be part of any of it, it was the FBI. They seemed like the, you know, the Bureau. Like, they had the thinkers. I hate to say this because I sound like a snob. I get it. There are thinkers up and down all of the government chain. But the FBI had this cachet to me from, I don't know, television or comic books. I don't really know where the influence came from. I can't think of a particular FBI thing that got me. I think it was just of all the peripheral marketing, theirs worked the best. 
because even now, I think they're the saviors. So when I look at the roles that they've played in some of the questionable investigations along the way, it's inevitable. It's just the way shit's gone down. But they're the saviors, right? They have to be. So, all right, FBI. Uh, I, um, on the same note, though, I don't think that uh, there's any way to, de- to deploy nuclear weapons anymore. I believe any attempt to do so will result in counteraction by entities who are way smarter and more capable than we give them credit for or that we know about. Or, 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 Earth has some, like, self-defense mechanism that kicks into fucking gear and says, psh, 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 nope, can't hurt me at that level. I don't care what it is. I don't care if some 3.3 billion years ago, some civilization discovered some self-defense mechanism to help offset any stupidity by their own kind of doing something so ludicrous like launching an entire nuclear fleet of missiles that would destroy the world. Maybe they built countermeasures against it that still are enforceable today. Maybe. But... Something tells me nuclear weapons will never be set off on this planet again. And I think we even know that. Which is why I wouldn't be surprised if it was a headline. Okay, that takes us to what, 185? The Dogon knew advanced astronomy because fill in the blank. (laughs) Why did the Dogon know advanced astronomy? I mean, if they told us why, I wouldn't be surprised that they admitted that it happened, because it did. But why? 184. There may be people, species, inhabiting Earth's interior. Boy, is this one a stretch, right? I mean, seriously. This one takes you into loony land. But if you think about it, where's the safest place to be in any outrageous attack that shatters the surface? Well, underground. And if you were really a species of yore, like the ancient ancients, like maybe the ones who were building all those megalithics, well, maybe you figured out that the only real safe place is inside the Earth. And with billions of years to work on that problem, maybe you figured it out. And maybe keeping the fuck away from us makes the most sense. At 183, I have big time sports are fixed. Okay, that wouldn't surprise me at all. 182, we are surrounded by curious onlookers. In other words, something's about to happen on Earth. I think it's calamitous, but something's about to happen here. Is it something of magna... Huh, that's a stupid word, so we're not going there. Is it something glorious or something... Devastatingly horrific? Well, it's one or the other. Hopefully it's one, not the other, right? Totally. Seems like it's going to be the other, I don't know. 
So I think there are people here to see it all go down, though. That for sure is for sure is for sure. And I just don't know why they don't want to tell us. Probably because they don't want to tell us that they already know it's going to be shitty. That's why they're all going underground, right? Okay, no more nuclear weapons can be deployed. Didn't we already say that one? Yes. So this one is actually the Terrence Yuki didn't commit suicide. Uh, yeah, I would not be surprised if they told us that that officer who was involved in the Oklahoma City bombing did not actually commit suicide. Seems like he didn't. But what do I know? I put on here for 180, the earth is flat? I did? Hmm. I'd be a little surprised at that one, still. 179. The Big Bang is bullshit? There's way too much evidence that it's bullshit at this point. But whatever. Look it up. 178. We are on a stationary Earth with rotation around us, including planets around a rotating sun. Okay, this... This model of the universe, the uh, Tycho Brahe model of the universe, is fascinating. The internet is mostly robots. I do think that's already pretty much a swish. Cats see spirits. Oh, two for two. Um, hmm. Souls are real. Okay, I put this on the list because I did not think this for most of my life. And now I've come to the realization that it has to be true. So, that's good news though, right? I mean, we all want to have souls. And I think we all do. So, what are we here to do about it? Well, obviously, to face our fears. More on this later. 174. Where's 174? Oh, am I on the next page already? Okay. Yep, because there is shadow entities exist. All right. I don't have a whole lot of interaction with anything. Not aliens, not ghosts, not um, spirits of any kind. Except this shit. And this only happened for about 18 months of my life. And it was also the time when I was completely feeling spider webs all over me, but never really running into them. I don't know what that was about either. But this was always seeing this misty as if a trail of what was there is now no longer there. It's like, you know the shit with the, uh, what's his name in the X-Men movies? The blue dude? Nightcrawler? The way he goes, bamf. Well, his mist is what you would see, but it was always smoky. It was always black. As a matter of fact, it was almost as if your peripheral vision goes black and white. And yet, when you look, it's not that the smoke disappears. You realize that you are not allowed to see it directly so it's gone but it it was there because you see it disappear and then it's gone I don't, all i'm going to say is this happened way too often in too many very lucid circumstances for me not to at least have been aware that i was seeing something unique now i haven't seen these for two years probably so i'm not saying this wasn't my hallucinatory state it could have been it could have been it could have been like i'm handling the phone now Sometimes you know better than to admit these things. But this is when I started to actually understand things at a higher level. Which is why I have to include what I was going through at the time. Because disorienting though it was, and frankly as freaky as it could be, it never felt threatening. 
And I think one of the cues I have taken from all of this is that if I'm not being open to feeling connected to things, then I will be disconnected. And this was almost a foisted upon me connection. Were these entities of what mist? What is it? I don't even know. Smoke is as close as it gets. But I'll just call them shadow creatures because I think that's kind of what they're called online. But to me, they're very real. And I don't buy into any of that stuff at all except having experienced it. Those I've experienced. So there you go, 174. We'll now talk about 173, which is everything bizarre can be seen outside the visible spectrum of light. I wonder if you had a mask that allowed you to see not our spectrum of light, but every other spectrum of light, like Predator style, if you wouldn't catch on to everything. Maybe. So if there was a headline that said that, I'd be like, yeah. What are they, like $2,000 on Amazon? 7000 Oh my God, that's ridiculous. All right, not as ridiculous as 172, right? Only I know at this point, but you're about to find out that I think all granite might be leftover concrete poured by the ancients. Huh. Yep. 171. The flood happened. I think at this point that's almost being proven. There was... A, there were massive water events on the planet that shaped us in instance. In fact, I think that we are a calamitous planet because 140 or 170 is the 42,000 cycle that I think is in its 840,000 year crest. I think that's all about to happen. I hope not, because that's just wowzers. Maybe that's what they're all here to look at, right? The whole earth flipping itself upside down? Yeah, that'd be worth saying. Let's go check out that show, baby. You got tickets to earth? Yes, I do. Let me get in your cabin, my captain. The camel lionesses are real, I put at 169. Are they? They've taught me a lot. I don't really care if they're figments of my imagination or not. Telling me they're real wouldn't make them any more real to me. Telling me ESP is real wouldn't actually make that much more real to me either. I've come to be a convert on that one. But some verification would be sweet. Do you have any CIA guys? There was a worldwide ancient civilization. I think I've pointed at that one a little already, but whatever, I'm committing to it at this level, and I think it was a long, long time ago, long ago, like hundreds of thousands of years ago, uh, the mythological beings are either aliens or others in our area, like from within the earth, from above the earth, from the moon, I don't know where, but it seems a little too, what? similar that the indians have their like six demigods to go against the greeks six demigods to go against the egyptians six demigods or whatever i mean it's not exact overlap but it's enough of a parallel that you gotta go wait a second that's three different fucking continents and they all have the same idea of story so either one dude's walking around telling him the same thing and they're all listening right jesus whatever or there was these six advanced 
crashed aliens who got frisky and decided, you know what, we got 42,000 years to fuck around around here before that next cosmic event happens, so what do you think we can make out of these monkeys? Give me some DNA fuck with kit and let's play around. And all of a sudden we got gods. Maybe. The mythological beings being of ignoble spirit is a little undeniable too. They don't do things that make us think better of them. They do things that we do with all that power. Like turn into swans to fuck girls. Alright, whatever. I'm going to get off this topic before I go too far with it. But I think there's shadows of reality inside of all myth. And I think it's easy to look at overlap as the place where the shadow exists the most. However, I could be wrong. Maybe Jesus was a dude who did all that stuff that he did. Maybe... Okay, 165. And they may all be one and the same. Oh, I think I just covered that in 166's explanation. So we'll just throw 165 into the pipe. That 164, channeling is iffy. Okay, I don't know if I should say this one. Because I don't want to deny anybody's connectivity to the source. There are definitely those who have that going in ways that are undeniably mystical, magical and out of reach for me as an entity to be cognizant of. I get all that. So, I don't deny it in any way. I'm just telling you this is one place I've never vibrated truth. And I've kind of wanted to. I almost want to buy into the Galactic Federation as channeling through dinkity dinkity dong, but right now I don't know if any of that's true. I do know it's true. I need to pause at this point. Okay. On to... Wait, did I cover channeling? Is it me? Alright. Yeah, maybe it's happening. I have yet to run into material that vibrates in the hum of this is accurate. I will follow that up. Wrinkly. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Pause. Wow, shazam, am I out of practice? That was terrible. My fault. If I run into true channeling, you'll be the first to know. I will literally say it to the airwaves. Just like there is n <laughs> the secret space force is bullshit. Anything that is happening with um, Mr. Good is bullshit. Sorry. Never had an ounce of truth to it. Uh, the moon landing is obviously hoaxy and wrong and has all kinds of holes. Why they did it makes sense. I wish they'd come clean about it. But uh, getting any truth level from what's there to be had to mine the nuggets of, of disinterest and disinfo and just disorganization, whatever. We threw away the fucking telemetry tapes. We taped over them. <laughs> okay. We've done this for exactly the years 1969, 1970, 1971, 72, all four years that Richard Nixon was in office, and we've never done it since before or after. Whatever. And 161, I actually think if there is a moon to go to, that we've actually been there. I think we've had help to get there. But I'm actually confident we've, as human beings, been to the moon. Now, is that possible? Yeah, I do think so. I'm not sure exactly what the moon is. The moon has so many question marks, I've got to save some for later. But for now, let's just say, I actually believe man's been to the moon. I just am not sure we did it 
via rocketry and all that special fuel that still doesn't make enough mass sense of how we got home. How we connected in lunar orbit to an orbiting uh, object without any kind of computer uh, coordination to make those two uh, objects line up perfectly to reconnect. Are you joking? Are you fucking joking? Oh, man, the story just is bullshit. But whatever. Why'd we do it? I don't know. We should have been better about it. But we weren't, so... The one thing I will say is it's a creative stab at manipulating the narrative. Good job, guys. I forgive you, by the way. Unlike uh, Mr... Who's the dude that won't forgive himself? Oh, Buzz Aldrin. Forgive yourself, Buzz. Forgive yourself. For God's sake, forgive yourself. All right. Other humans run... Uh Uh-oh. Other than humans run the show. 160. Uh, can I commit to this as an idea that wouldn't surprise me? Because it would surprise me. I still think we're all human. Do I? Boy, it does feel off a lizard suit in human-y kind of... Wait, lizards in human suity? Yeah, lizards in human suity. Out there. Ooh, did I pause? No, still going. It feels off a, off a lizard in human suity out there. Um... But I want to believe you're all human. Just, we've all been fucking abused. It's not our fault. So, uh, the idea that uh, other than humans are running the show, the way things are so fucked up, yeah, it's it's pretty seductive. I don't want to think it. But if that were the headline, boy, you know, it'd be like that wanting to be babysat problem I've got. It would satisfy something in that little niche of existence pathetically 159 the moon is inhabited there's some trippy shit to that i would not be surprised at all especially because if you were going to observe anybody in the universe wouldn't we be natural fucking observational goddamn interests the way we're throwing nuclear weapons around the planet and isn't the most obvious way to observe earthlings to do it from the moon so when you just think about obvious shit that could be going on in the galactic galactic Well, that could be going on. So, moon is inhabited? Sure. Why? Uh, duh. We're here. All right, 158. Uh, the races, the different races of the Earth, are ET DNA fuckarounds, not sun-related or whatever. What is it? The Africans are black because the most sun hit Africa. The yellows are in the places where there was still some pretty fucking hot sun, man. Jungly areas. And then the whites are where it was chilly. Or something like that, right? Oh, yeah. The Eskimos, we don't... we don't. Are they people? They're like half bear. Okay, half seal. Half sea lion? Um, doesn't make sense. I mean, doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Races are, races are not sun sensitive. We've been fucked with. Our DNA's been fucked with. I'll just let 157 out of the bag early because our DNA has been fucked with. The two three chromosomal combination or fusion is enough to make you think. Make you things that make you go hmm. That should that should make you go hmm. All right. Who has been fucking with our DNA? It wasn't the Inca, you know what? Because they didn't even have the fucking wheel. I know, I know, I know. It's 
fucking outrageous how much they got done without having the wheel. And it's all explained as, well, they lived in hilly terrain, so how useful is a wheel when you live in hilly terrain anyway? I kid you not. So, 154. I actually think Incan art is uh, in multi-dimensions. I think you can fold and spherozoid and multi-geometrize what we have flat versions of, and you'll get different truths of Incan revelation. In other words, I think there are axially relevant pieces of information to be had in Incan art. So, if they all of a sudden said, hey, you know what, Incan art, when you fold it and do some axially relevant uh, computer modeling of it, you get these all kinds of weird truths about overlaying characters that turn into these fucking readable truths of God and existence and universe and all. But, 154 might be stretching it, right? I told you 54 was going to be the one that's at the door. Alright, 53, Egypt is way older than we think. Okay. I, I think that's kind of obvious at this point. But 152, the sun used to be yellow. It did. On my kid Earth, it was yellow. I swear to God. The same kid Earth had the Berenstein Bears. My next door neighbor's last name was Fargetstein. S-T-E-I-N. His grandmother helped me learn how to spell it by relating it to the Berenstein, S-T-E-I-N, Bears. They existed in my youth. That entire... Memory is cemented in my youth. It's either there as an implant or it happened. It isn't crystal clear and available to me to recall at any time because I didn't experience it. I did. So, Mandela, Camela, Intella. There's another Candela in the... Oh, they... Well, whatever. I'm telling you, Mandela effect happened. 150, I'm communicating with my other selves. I'm starting to have dreams in which I believe I'm gaining wisdom through knowing myself in my dreams. And I don't know that this isn't selves of mine collapsing into this moment to help me figure the fuck out what I'm supposed to be doing. That could be the case. But, with purpose and intent, I do go forward. So... In no way do I intend to stir pots. I'm here to be kind. I'm here to be forgiving. I'm here to understand. I'm here to move us forward collectively. And I believe... Uh, did I write that? Uh, worldwide, we have outlawed edits. <laughs> no. Why would, why would that be a headline? That implies that we're editing everything. Oh, wait, we are. But that would imply that we'd be uncomfortable with that, and it seems like that's kind of what we're comfortable with these days, is receiving the message we want to hear. And I'm so guilty of wanting to be told that what I think already is the way to think. It's, it's seductive. We can't help but find ourselves comforted that we don't have to revisit something we've already put in the drawer of but I already think that way. I think that. I believe that. I'm there on that. Who wants to come to a realization that challenges their drunk, junk, junk and drunk drawer full of don't make me think about that. I don't want to think about 
why the sun changed color. Maybe I'm wrong. <clears throat> Maybe. But at 148, the media mea culpa happens. <laughs> okay, I admit that's a little bit of a... Uh, I wish this would happen, but I know it's really stupid to think well. Moment of my list. But damn it, the media when I was a kid mattered. People like Edward Murrow mattered. There were investigative journalists. They'll come back. 147. I had one time said there were no sellouts. I was wrong. There were sellouts. But they were institutional sellouts. People can't sell out. Institutions. Oh my god. I mean, can any of you not sell out? So at 146, when I say none of us is a sellout, that's been proven. I agree with that. None of us is a sellout. Participating in a sellout organization doesn't make you a sellout. 145, the bonobos, and apparently the Danish, are the happiest. The winners. They, they've, oh wait, those are headlines like year after year. Oh well, apparently, maybe I should have been a bonobo. But it seems like the Catholics are the losers. Man, man, man. I'm so glad I wasn't Catholic. 143, <clears throat> we're all brainwashed. Damn, that's true, though. Maybe I am Catholic, and I don't even realize it. Could be brainwashed, don't worry. Well, 142, we all are too... Oh, we all question too little. I actually think that's true. We've gotten complacent with what we accept. But 141, truth is a born... What did I write there? Truth is... Wait. Oh, seriously, we got to get this right. That means i got to figure out this piece that I ripped out by mistake. So, hang on. 141. Truth telling is a human right. Hmm. How do you, how, how does that, how do, how do you make that happen? How do you know you're getting the truth? Is it possible? I don't know, because we might want to already live inside a simulation. They showed us that proof tomorrow. Would you be that surprised? This is all a simulation. Well, 139. The cross-continent mummy link is discovered. Really? That'd be sweet. How can there be mummies on every continent? Some dude going around with his mummy kit teaching everybody? Maybe. 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 There's more to our history than we admit. Okay, the next one looks like a good place to stop for a minute. Especially because I'm some now almost hour into this. And I don't want to make this onerous, which, of course, I'm into making things onerous. So, at 138, it's all my fault. It's all John's fault. A headline stating it's all my fault. Well, that's a teaser to numbers two and one, but... Huh. I'm handling my phone again. That's my fault. A lot of shit's my fault. A lot of ways I could have been better. A lot of ways that it seems this universe took a lot out of me. Asked too much of me at times when I was ready to underperform. I'm a 
full of possible recovery item entity in a world full of chaotic occurrence. I don't know what's going on anymore. I just know that finding the calling of what it is and not like religious calling, fuck man, who cares? Who cares what religion you're in? Look inside yourself at what you came here to do. I came here to be kind. I came here to understand your predicament so that I could forgive whatever you did to get out of it. Because we're all susceptible to everything. Some of us are more susceptible than others. Well, you know what? It's time for the ones that aren't as susceptible to learn their forgiving card as, as strong as it needs to be. We're a society that dictates everything to each other. All the mania, all the chaos, all the misunderstanding, it's been self-propelled from the get-go. Why are we so capable of this, of this momentous push toward division and hatred? I don't know. I don't care. Because the opposite's just as there to be had. So I'm going to keep going down this list and admitting the ways that I think the world might actually be twisted around. But the way that I know it could have been better is through me. So what? What am I going to do about it? Well, I'm going to be the person who most discovers why I couldn't be myself so that going forward, you'll get nothing but the best version of me. I have that to offer. I have an upbeat, momentous, emotional wave of energy to give you. Will you take it? I hope so. But whatever you do, don't listen to the next whatever segments. They're terrible. Hola, Universal. Well, I shouldn't be... Hmm. Man, I should restart, but I won't. But that was useless. Um, <clears throat> oh, man. Phoebe's going at that peanut butter jar. Hmm. We might want to hit the pause button here. Hello, Universe. Oh, I meant to hit the pause button, didn't I? Uh, we're still very much in getting prepared mode here. There's nothing to worry about. Everything is just fine. We will be right back. Uh, we are simply waiting on Phoebe at this point, but given that she does love peanut butter almost more than me, we're going to let her finish this off. It's one rare treat when she's licking the peanut butter jar. So I hope you all understand here at 49 that we'll be right back when we're all good and fine. See, about once a minute, we got to chime in or else we lose this pause button. So, chime. Woo! That almost became a recorded. But now it's just a pause. Speaking of pauses, Phoebe just took her first one. Okay. So, here we are. Oh, Phoebe, seriously? Okay, maybe there's another pause. Okay, well, this seems like a good place to say I accidentally made a phone call in between the last two recordings. So, you know, this is recording number, oh, look at that, 13. Uh, and I'll explain all this in a minute of real time, hopefully virtual time. On pause, she is totally going after this one part of the jar that she can't reach with her tongue and she doesn't have the quit in her to quit yet, which is why we all love dogs, right? Pause. Voice 11. This one goes to 11. Uh, hello, universe. It is the Tuesday, I believe. Yep. 22nd of November. It is 9.28 a.m. Just turned to 
So on the cusp of 9.30, would that be on the cusp of? I mean, it's 9.29. That's got to be on the cusp of, but we've still got 55 seconds. Well, now 35 seconds or 25 seconds or whatever. My point is, if I don't get organized for this, the 200th installment of It's All My Fault, well... Well, I didn't get organized. I mean, I came up with an idea for what I should do here, 200 episodes in, that I really like. Although, I don't know if it's got the metal to make it all the way to the 200th slot necessitated by the very idea itself. So, if I start the idea and then fail at, say, 54, I can't think of anymore. Well, hey, that'll be typical. So maybe that's the way to go about it, right? Invite the typical. But it'll be disappointing. Because really, 54? There should be more. And C, it'll probably be the penultimate nail in the, I'm done with this. I am learning nothing from it now. I know what the direction is that needs to go. And if I don't take that direction, then what's the point? Coffin. which I'm sure all of you understand. But, nonetheless, nothing ventured, nothing gained, right? If you don't overestimate your abilities, you'll never overestimate what you can do. And if you don't overestimate yourself, what do you got to overestimate? The possibility of you failing? Well, overestimating that would be ridiculous. You don't have a worry in the world about failing so long as your mental attitude proves that you believe you can do it. It's doable. So, ha! Ah, with that much of a warm-up talk from my own coach to my own pupil, wait, am I a pupil versus a coach? Wouldn't I be the student-athlete? In the roles played by, hey, buddy, here's what we think you can do if you just put your mind to it. That guy, too. Oh, these guys are fucking silly if they think I'm going to be able to pull this off. Guy. The other guy? Well, happy 200. First, let's knock off all those famous 200s that we all know and celebrate because of their 200-ness. Like, uh, didn't the Simpsons have a 200th episode? It seems like they did. Is that rare? Did I Love Lucy have 200 episodes, like five seasons in or something? Um, See, 200s, right? I remember the Bicentennial. I was alive in 1976 when we all ran around celebrating 1776. Now that seems programmed. Hmm. Yeah. All right, how about this? Phoebe, this is a good place to kick off the list. What I envisioned as a worthwhile foray for the 200th installment of It's All My Fault would be... 200 truths that, if discovered today, honestly, aren't all that earth shaking anymore. In other words, here are 200 ways that, if I woke up tomorrow to see a headline that read, Aliens Live Among Us, we'll start there. 200. You know, I should write these down. Otherwise, I will have no chance of keeping track of what the fuck's going on. Uh, how about I don't walk you through me finding a pen other than this Milwaukee belt pen that basically a marker. 
Let's use something more productive than that. So at 420, productivity, of course, on my brain. I'll be back. Pause. Of course, the real question is, who put 420 into the simulation to insert it into my brain cavity as if, oh yeah, 420. I mean, you figure that one out. I think you figure out pretty much everything there is to know in the universe.